Blog Talk Radio. great song. I wanted to open the show with that. Um, welcome to a special edition of the Indie Cafe. 
And today I have a special guest with me, um, Richie Ramon, um, with his new CD entitled, and that is a track off that called Criminal. And I think that's such a great song. It just has it just that's the sound that everybody just knows. And there's so much more on the CD you'll be hearing. And um, let me bring Spencer Drake, the um, host for the Indie Cafe, on. And also we have Richie Ramon. And uh, let's bring everybody in. I wanted to let everyone know that the chat room is open. And also, if you'd like to call in, the number is 347-677-1036. And the show will be available on the Red Velvet Media um, Blog Talk Network and also on iTunes afterwards if you want to listen to it again or you missed the beginning or whatever. But anyway, welcome to the show. And welcome to the show, Richie. And welcome to the show, Spencer. Hey, thank you, Hal. How are you doing? We're back. What's going on, everybody? Well, I wanted We're to. We're here. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to open up the show by saying to people listening in that um, Richie is the uh, the only Ramones drummer to be sole composer and writer of the Ramones songs, which I think is incredible. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joey Ramone said the most incredible things about him at, when he came into the group. He saved the band. Uh, the greatest thing that happened to the Ramones, and the spirit was brought back to the Ramones. So those two little intros, I just wanted to mention the people oh, coming awesome. in. And I think that's so awesome in his life. And yeah. there's so many things we want to ask you. I guess I guess uh, the thing is, Rich, um, yeah. by the way, I saw you on tour at Bowery Electric. I thought your show was amazing, by the way. You did this tour, on your tour. Oh, okay. And, uh, I tried, you there? I I tried to go. I tried to go to your show in San Francisco, but... Somebody didn't call uh, me back, so but but <laughs> I heard it was amazing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he's great Love live, it. Richie. You're great yeah, live. Yeah, the live show is really great. I got a really good band, and uh, so it, it works really well. So who's I'm in your excited. band? Um, who's playing with you now on um, this tour? On entitled, lead guitar, the uh, we have Alex Kane. He um, he's playing lead guitar. He was he was an anti-product and uh, a feel life. Sex and Death, LSD, and mm-hmm. wow. so I've known him for a while. And Claire, Claire Mistake is playing bass, who I've always loved, and her and I just play really well together. She's very s- simple playing bass, which is what I like on my music. Nothing too fancy on the bass. And uh, and Ben Reagan, he plays rhythm guitar, and he switches to drums when I come out front. Because oh yeah. I like to come out front just once or twice, just to get in the kids' faces. You know, I mean. Uh. Stuck behind the drums the whole show gets you know I don't know but so that works out really well when I come out front and then get behind again so I, I think people have to see you live because I, I, as far as you're very electric live I call you and uh, I've seen so many bands but you're really great live you know and uh, he was at the Bowery fence he saw yeah, the, Bowery. the Bowery Electric the Bowery Electric yeah. which is one of the great clubs uh, Jesse Malin involved with right. And right. uh, he's a big Ramones freak. And uh, I gave Jesse my 45 book. He loves it. And he just, uh, Jesse always covers Ramones stuff. And he's just a wonderful, it's a great club, uh, Holly. It's like one of the great clubs in New York. you got to go to Well, it, I can't know. wait. I can't wait. Yeah, Richie, where in. are you located? What area are you in? I'm in Los Angeles. You're in L.A.? So, well, I'm in Sonoma, yeah. so we're, like, on the same thing. We're having um, oh. big storms here right now. So, yeah. So yeah, it looks kind of cloudy and we weird get, here now. Hopefully yeah. we won't get knocked off the air. Hey, let, um, let me ask you, uh, Richie, yeah. let me ask you something. Uh, what, who inspired you in your early, uh, as a musician in the early days? Uh, you, know what I, you know what I mean? 
well, I don't know. I really don't. That's a question I really don't have an answer. I never had a poster hanging on my wall as a kid or no. anything like that. I, my brother, my brother Lenny, he's uh, like five years older than me, and he was the one who had the the records and everything in the late '60s, and so I would listen to all his stuff. But I never honed in on one thing. I'd be all over the map from you know, funk to jazz to rock to you know, yeah, all of yeah. that stuff. And I, I just take it all in and spit it out in my own way. But I never really had one idol. Today, I would say, you know, as far as drummers, uh, you know, Buddy Rich and John Bonham are probably my two favorite drummers. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, they're great. Yeah, and uh, I, I love Keith Moon also. You know, Keith Moon right. was a big thing that I used to see. Yeah, those, God, those yeah, are great. Yeah, definitely. those are great names. Mm-hmm. So you came in. You came in. Uh, I want to get everybody into this right now with your career. You came into... Sure. Uh, Subterranean Jungle when that album was released, but you were in two of the videos, right? Uh, in that, right, that yeah. yeah. The album was just finished, and I came in right after that. And the first thing we did was fly to LA and uh, do a psychotherapy video. Uh huh. And, wow. and, and then what, what albums uh, did you play on for the Ramones? Well, after that, you know, uh, Animal Boy, Too Tough to Die, and Halfway to Sanity, those mm-hmm. three albums. And you're also in the uh, it's it's a live uh, DVD, right? The seventy four to ninety six uh, DVD. Uh, am I in that? I think I'm in there a little bit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> you're a little bit everywhere, right, Richie? Right. Your influence. I can yeah. hear the influence in the CD, Spence. It's really it's really. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's right. Yeah. It's got the He's sound. Got... It's it's spot on. You know what I mean? It's, uh, I know. It's a great album. Yeah, we we got a great album. I mean, this is the, your album entitled is an amazing album. It really is. Uh, I want to ask anybody's, that. And I it's on, ask it's a on, Yeah. Richie, sure. how did you get the name entitled for it? Why did you decide entitled? What a great title for a CD. I mean, that's that's well, very cool. I was writing a song like that, and I thought it would be great for the album. And it's more, you know, it's not just self-imposed like I'm entitled. It's more about everyone being entitled to a better life. And, you know, the world's a pretty tough place right now. And and we're all entitled to, you know, better things, you know? Yeah. So it kind of stems off of that kind of creativity. You know? Right. It's a, great, it's a great catchy name. And um, for everyone that wants to see it, they can go to your website. Let me give your website out really quick. It's richieramone.com. And um, the Something in My Drink Tour, 2014, 11,000 Miles right. of Punk. Yeah. Right. See, <clears throat> Spence, I know you have. You want to talk a little bit more about history and stuff, because Spence, Spence has worked with quite a few people and also um, done a lot of research on this. But my only, I just really wanted to know, um, as he asked, who your mentor was growing up and what you were listening to when you were younger and how you got into right. this. Um my thing is, do you have any memories of when really it hit for you? Hit for you when you decided that you wanted to really get into music. What what was that that made well, that happen for you? It hit very young. I remember in kindergarten uh, when we'd have recess, there'd always mm-hmm. be that like dirty box in the corner, and everybody would go over and pull out a toy to march around the room. Well, I would never mm-hmm. pick out anything to blow into. I'd always pick out like sandbox and something rhythmic. And so I think it started then at five years old. I mean, I started taking lessons at wow. like six. I started really? really young. I had a teacher and, you know, 
Wow. Back in the day, my parents had come from five children. They would there's no video games, so we would they would have us pick an instrument, and that was the hobby, learn an instrument. So, wow. And I five the drums. of you, huh? So you all like kind of grew up around music. Were your parents yeah. musical? No, but I think somewhere way back in the line, somebody's musical. I don't know. But yeah. No, my parents never did anything. Yeah, you're right, Holly. But you know what? Jeans. Really, seriously, Spencer, this, you know, and, and I have to say, Richie, the Ramon, mm-hmm. when you hear the name Ramon you, and you hear you hear the music, it's got right. its own set of sound, its own class, its whole genre. It's like it's a whole genre of music that goes with that name because, honestly, um, for me, it was like, um, you know, you could always tell which what, what was a Ramon song. And uh, this CD, with the tracks that are on here, and we're going to be playing some more, too, once um, we get further into this interview. I hope you have time. But um, there are some yeah. really amazing songs on here that have so many different feelings. But um, yeah, I just, just really picked into some that were really out there. But, um, Spencer, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean oh, well, to interrupt. No, no, it's just, okay. That's very important really, stuff. Really, it's I, so interesting to me because, I think I that, mean, I think that the, I think what points that up, what you're mentioning, Holly, is the, the yeah. total creativity because, it is. Um, right, the changeover of feelings of different songs mm-hmm. is very big for me when I listen to a great album. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, Richie, you really have that in this album. I think well, you know, really, it was... It's a different thing, you know. I want. I took it a little step further. I remember Joey, you know. I like guitar solos once in a while and counter melodies, you know. So I have yeah. that on this record because I was able to do that, you know. And uh, and the other thing is my voice. Either you hate it or you love it, but the voice is very <laughs> sincere, sincere, and it tells a story. Some people oh, dude, hate voice my voice. Oh, your voice is great, and and I know that you Joey know? loved your voice. Joey loved your yeah. voice. I know that. So it was. I worked on the early Ramones, you know, Road to Ruin, End of the Century, It's Alive, that right. area. I followed you, though, later, and I thought you were a great drummer, and, and I loved your vocals. I totally agree with Joe. Your vocals are amazing. Um, that's the other thing I want to ask you. You were close with Dee Dee and Joey, right? You were very close yeah, with Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, yeah, Dee Dee would come over. We, I started to write a lot of that rap stuff with him when he started, when he went into his little Dee Dee King phase. I did that album, yeah. uh, 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 Spotlight album. I did that. I designed that cover with Bob Gruen. Uh, oh, the other one was uh, Jimmy Rizzi. Yeah, uh, yeah, the exactly. Funky Man right. is what I did. I produced that. Oh, okay, really? If you wow. ever saw that one? Yeah. Wow, that was you really work cool. in production too, then. You're not just you're not just somebody that lays no, in the No, I produced this whole record. That's no, amazing. I produced the whole album. That's amazing. Yeah. It's really hard what to produce like because. For you? You, to be so well, I don't know if I want to do it again because you have to lay a take, <laughs> then you have to go inside the glass and listen, then go back and back and forth. I'd walk like miles uh-huh. a day doing it, but yeah, it's a, it was it was a lot of work, and to get to this point, you know, it took a long time, and then we mixed for like six months. Mixing is like a whole nother animal. Right, Try to right. Get stuff it, right. Every time you listen like? to it, it sounds different. What does it feel huh? like to be on tour right now? I mean, with the CD. I know you're taking a break right now, but what was well, it tomorrow like? Tomorrow, actually, playing. Out there? Tomorrow's a tomorrow's a really good show. With uh, mm-hmm. I'm actually playing with the Dickies and the Queers and and at the Observatory. Oh, that's tomorrow, great. So that's going to oh, be a big show. That's a big show. But this mm-hmm. tour, I got off six weeks in the winter time. It was brutal. It was brutal. Yeah. Just so cold. Yeah, I never <laughs> was in like minus twenty five chill factor. And I and I and I came from the East Coast, 
but I would, I, yeah, the, it would never the, got the, that cold there. The Bowery, I mean, no. electric, the Bowery Electric Show, Richie, it was cold that night, I remember. It was cold that yeah. night. Yeah. I all over. When we Cali's yeah. have to go into cold weather, I'm serious. <laughs> no, I'm it was amazing. Out. I'm freaking no, out this with was, all the this rain. No, this is beyond cold. It was so <laughs> yeah. cold, only penguins should. And every guy, like when you go to like Minneapolis and those kind of places, every Penguin. man had a beard. They all had a beard. <laughs> they all have beards? Everybody had beards. I guess that keeps them warm. Like little bears, right? Hey, you know, yeah. who, you know who says hello, Richie? is Monty Melnick. I spoke to him the other day. Monty. Oh. Monty yeah. wanted to make sure he's, uh, that I told you hello. And uh, Rob Russo is the other person. Rob, I was on Rob's show, and uh, he, plays, he plays the heck out of your album, I've got to tell you. Rob Russo. But you can say hell, Spence. What? You can say hell. <laughs> hell. Hell's bells. He plays the hell's hell bells, Richie. Hell, hell. Yeah. Hell's you bells. Yeah, oh, you know, there's something on your bio. It's interesting. In 2007, you did a classical composition... Suite for Drums and Orchestra with a Pasadena Pops. What was that all about? <clears throat> that was, uh, well, you know, I took a long rest for a while, and I, I wanted to reinvent myself. And I always had that thing. We can go back to Buddy Rich and that. And yeah. I always yeah. liked orchestras. I did that as a kid. And I, and I arranged this thing with uh, Ron Abel, uh, like a 20-minute piece drums for suite and orchestra it was really cool and wow i gotta tell you you know that when they wheel the drums on at the end of the show and the front of the stage you know people would be like oh what's this now you know it would be like a hush in the audience but right. it really went good west side story was one of my favorite musicals you know oh yeah, oh, wow. but i did a handful of shows with that uh-huh and uh so that's still in the back of my mind for future years but i don't know the Pretty bug good. hit me and now you know, I started writing again, and I started to do some really? Joy Ramon bashes, and I was wow. like, wow, well, let's, uh, people said, well, you that's should make that. a yeah. record. That's, and I was like, yeah, I never that. made my own record before, you know. Wow. Mm-hmm. So. That's great. So totally creative along that line of expanding your mind, you know what I'm saying, in music. Yeah. And I thought that's really mm-hmm. great. It's really great. Um, you were on the second Joy Ramon solo album also in 2012. Right. And yeah, I played five songs on that. Uh-huh. Uh, that was great, but it was hard to do, you know, because you had to rehearse the songs and hear Joey singing, and, you know, when you, it sounds like he was just there, you know? Right, so, right. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But, you know, but it was yeah, fun. I we did that with Ed Azim. That from, must have been really hard. Yeah, Spencer, I want to ask, what, what was it like growing up? all of you being musicians as young adults and growing up over the years, the appreciation you had for each other. Did you guys argue a lot about music, or was it kind of something that everybody just went off on their own and did their own thing? You talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm talking oh. to you. We're talking did we, to you. Who, uh, what do you mean I argued? Argued with who? What was, it like, what was it like for you guys? I mean, you you all were musicians. You all had, you know... Music background. Right. Did you guys ever argue about music, or did you always um, agree on what was going on? No. I don't really, never really argued. It's 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 hard for me to like. I've I've, I've had a few people who I was able to co-write at one time, but 
uh-huh. to co-write, that's where it doesn't really work much for me. I mean, I would try it with Joey and like Daniel and a few people, but I don't know. It's in my stuck in my head a certain way, and I can't really budge off it. You know. Yeah. So I kind of like write most of my own material. How did you How did you get into the Ramones? I can ask you a very basic question. How How were you found for the Ramones? How did you get into the Ramones, Rich? Well, at the time I was. I used to hang in Brooklyn with the shirts. I was dating Annie oh, yeah. Golden from the shirts. You remember oh, wow. that? Oh, wow. And uh, so they had this big three-story house with a recording studio and, like, ten bedrooms. And it was, like, you know, party central 24-7. And little Matt, the roadie of the Ramones, said we were hanging out. He said, oh, I got a split. I said, where are you going? He said, the Ramones are auditioning drummers. I said, well, put my name in the hat. And then uh, Monty <laughs> called me, and the rest is history. Kind of weird, wow. right? It was just being in the right place at the right time. I think they were with Jerry Nolan uh, playing drums, but it wasn't working out, and I ended up getting the gig. It's kind of weird. Wow. That's so there's great. something to be said awesome. about that. Like, I didn't How really know them then? before or never met them. Mm-hmm. I was How younger you? than them. I was, uh, what was I, 24. Wow, mm. 24. And you yeah, it was my like, first national act. That's incredible. That's, that's great. That's unbelievable. Do you have any moments or any memories that you want to share with our listeners of any any time that really struck, stuck with you that you might want to share with everybody? Oh, there's so many. Get... I don't know how long this show is. <laughs> hey, can... let's get some good stories. Do you have any great yeah, stories? Yeah, I want to hear some stories. a real funny story when I was you in like the band. That. And we were on the New Jersey Turnpike, and you know we got the van got pulled over by the police, which is the funniest thing. So we all had to get in front of the, in front of the the police and firemen loved the Ramones. It's kind of weird, but anyway, they made us stand in front of the thing and empty our pockets. So I empty my pocket. It was winter time, and Joey had this, he had this big parker on with like these big, you know, big deep pockets. He stood there for 15 minutes. Tissues and makeup, <laughs> and then a bagel came out of his pocket. He filled the whole. His jacket filled the whole top of the, of the cop car. It was the funniest thing I ever saw in my life. I'll, never, I'll always remember that one. How he kept pulling out. You got anything else, Joey? And he would look at me to the side, you know, through his rose-colored glasses, you know, with a little smirk going, "Wait, I think I got something else down here." You know, it was crazy. So, <laughs> That was a really that funny story. Fun, There's huh? lots of good memories, you know. I mean, being in I that band, I mean, you know, I'm blessed to have ever been a part of that band. That's, That's what, yeah, it's part of your life. It's, it's exactly yeah. right. Um, what what are your plans like uh, coming up? Or do you have any, like, things you want to do or, you know, you haven't done yet? No, I want to tour the rest of this year, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you know, we'll go to South America and Europe in September I think I'm doing some festivals with Joan Jett. Uh, oh, awesome. That's my artist. I did six albums with Joan, you know. I did six yeah, albums. Yeah, she was, she, her and I would be a great double bill. So we're trying oh, to yeah. work on that. Definitely. You know? Wow. And that's that's going to uh, be a great concert. That, you're wow. right, Holly. Yeah. That's amazing. That'll be amazing. I, was, I think I it's in Milwaukee, out. the Summerfest. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. in June or something. I want to do that. And she's got some more dates, so I'm trying to reconnect with her and, Oh, do it! Because I think it would be a great double bill. Well, it's oh, incredible, incredible. Especially you both. Should we uh, great play life. another song? Should we play another song? 
What's you got to play my favorite, uh, Rich. You got to play. I know. Uh, you know put something in he my drink. Me, I got to. I got to he hear that again. You want me to play that? Some, yeah. Put something in my drink. And just so everybody sure. knows, this is not on the latest CD, but um, he's. Uh, it's on the vinyl version. Play? The reason I put it on the vinyl, it was yeah. so. Because I did a, I did my own version of drink. I don't know if you heard it, but uh, it's uh, it's been done by so many people. I just didn't want to really do it, so I put it as a bonus track on the white vinyl. The white vinyl. Oh, that's really great. great. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's, well, that's, that's great. Well, let's yeah. play that song, and then we're going to yeah, come back. Play. And um, I wanted to ask you when we come back and think about it, what your ideal tour would be, because you already just said Joan Jett. Well, that's a great bill, but. If you could play with anybody that you haven't played with <clears throat> yet, who would it be? So let's okay. play this song. Here we go. Somebody, somebody put something in my drink.
That's a fun song. I love that song. <laughs> I love that song. That's yeah, that's a fun story. song. Yeah. You know, I remember I told Didi that story, and he said, well, you should write it, because I used to, you know, when I was a kid, when I first moved to New York City, 18, we had no money, so we would go to clubs, and when people got to dance, we would steal their drinks off the table and just drink whatever they had. And uh, one time there was a Mickey or something in the drink, and that's how that oh, no. song came about. Oh, that's so cool. What a story. Didy was like, you should write that. You. And, and believe it or not, that song is probably in their top ten of all time, you know. It is. I mean, it's one of my favorites, and I've heard... They played that to their last show, you know. Mm-hmm. You know. Did you? So. It's, it's, it's a really fun song, and that there tells everybody, hey, just stop, don't, don't, don't drink, then you don't have to worry about it, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you just got a weird something in your drink there. You, get, you know, that's funny. You guys it's used a, to take a, a, a metal... tables. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. You know, uh, Richie, the metal bands cover that song, right? Metal bands. Metal bands love that. I mean, that song's been covered by hundreds of bands. Yeah. You know, it's kind of weird. The metal bands, they kind of like my music. I, I kind of write a little darker. I'm not, I don't know why, but I just can't put out those real happy kind of songs. Everything always turns out a little mysterious and dark. It's just one well, of that's those what, That's where you're at, man. That's cool. You know, and they're right. So they yeah. like all that. I like that uh, vibe. Know. Yeah. When I heard just, when I heard um, uh, "Someday Girl," I really, I really right. resonated to that song, and um, we're going to play that too in a little bit. Good. I, oh, I, great. I, I hope you have time for this interview. I, I extended a little bit. Sure. Um, if anybody wants to call in, it's three four seven six seven seven. 1036 and the chat room's open and again this is a special edition of the Indie Cafe and today we have Richie Ramon and with his new um CD out entitled and we've been playing some tracks off that and so getting back to my original question before we went to play that song was what would be your ideal tour who would you want to play with that you haven't played with already and why well, as far as new bands, I really like Teenage Bottle Rocket. I think they're one of the greatest up-and-coming bands. They're out of Wyoming. Mm-hmm. And I'd also I, I like to play with the Psychedelic Furs. I love Richard Butler. I love his voice. Uh, you know, there's a bunch I'd like to go out on, on tour with, but, you know, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, well, you know... If they don't want you on their stage, Joan, I'd like to go on. You know, Yeah, Joan's happening. Joan's album too uh, is really good. You know her new album, and uh, yeah, we've talked about That's it. That's where I can but, totally uh, see that tour. We have to. go Yeah, me too. I mean, it's a fit. Oh my God. I mean, Richie, it's a perfect fit. Holly yeah, I have a new manager now, and that's what he's, you know, working on. You know, this good, business is so good. hard. You need the right management. You need all this kind of stuff in line. But I know? want if you do that tour, I want you to come into New York with that tour. <laughs> you gotta this come. This amazing. Yeah. Um, so I want to ask you, um, what are you currently working on besides that tour coming up, so we can let people know where to look for you and what you're going to be doing right now and in the future. Well, that's basically all I'm doing. I'll, I'll be touring, you know, hopefully mm-hmm. some more dates in Europe and stuff this year. And, you know, 
back to writing because I think I'd like to do a follow-up record within, you know. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, we'll yeah you'd, be come, you'd be coming out with another CD. I know that. It's really I think, good. I think so. i got yeah. some good stuff right now that is starting to go along the same, you know, thing. So. Where can we find information out about the tour um, with Joan Jett? I'm looking... I'm looking on the um, on your tour page right now. Where can we find? Yeah, there's nothing there. Schedule? I would, you know, the big page is Facebook. Is you know, Rich Ramon official. That's my okay. Facebook page. You could find a lot of stuff and the kids sending in pictures and videos. So yeah, you know, nothing set in stone, but you know, there's no tour exactly set up yet, so I'll know soon. Uh-huh. So. Well, I'm but, going to you know, see in Rich New York City. You know, Rich Ramon official, and then my own website, richramon.com. If you just check there, you'll yeah. see Yeah, stuff. I'm on there now. That's awesome. And if you come, if you awesome. come to New York, Richie, I'm going to meet you, okay, next time you're in the city. we got to get together. How come you didn't say hello when I was just there? I was, you know what I, I just, you know, you know what happened there? i got to tell you something. I got off what? an accident. I've been in a car accident. So and 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 so I was doing like I got down there and I saw most of the set and then I had to just go back home. I was really out of it. I mean, I, I got to uh, tell you to okay. get me out of the house. Now now I feel much better, oh, but you know cool. it's like at that time it was really kind of a bad time for me to go out. And it was cold. If you remember that night, I remember it was, oh, yeah. it was cold. cold. Did you have a beer dispenser? What? I couldn't even wrap Did a jacket around me because my. I'm gonna beer. Yeah, you should have grew a beard. I was thinking of growing one. I was thinking really? of growing one on this tour, but nobody would let me. So. A man beard. That, that's should, funny. You that's should, like, really amazing. We could go, cold, like, get little fake beards and put them on, you know? You know, and everybody, who's, everybody who comes out has these big, like, snowmobile boots, and I'm running around in, like, little leather heads, and, you know, it just didn't work, you know? just didn't have the right clothing. Wow. You know, I totally got that. I think that's so funny. I I love the um I love the whole the whole vibe and the whole feeling though of the logo. And um, what's, what's the story behind your um the Ramones logo that you guys have? Well, I don't know what the story is. I think Arturo did the original design. Arturo uh-huh. did the original, right? Arturo did the yeah. original. And this is like a basically a the presidential version. seal that a, a lot of people, you know, yeah. it's a presidential seal with just little changes to it. Mine has yeah, like drumsticks, awesome. and, yeah, you know, but know it's so that. identifiable. I couldn't see to you know uh, to switch that right now. You know, I wanted to mm-hmm. leave that alone. So because everybody think, knows that yeah. that in the CBGB awesome. shirt. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, we, I have we my should, CBGB uh, shirt, yeah, and there's 12 uh, yeah. tracks on the CD. Um, on right. the CD, on the tracks that are on here, <laughs> what were some of the ones that were really, um, that were, that meant a lot more to you, and and were there's a story behind any of the songs? Because I know there's probably a lot of different stories behind everything, but do you have any certain ones in particular that really you want to share our story about? Um. Well, you know, Better Than Me is one of my Better Than Me is one of my favorite ones. You know, which one? Better Than Me. Yeah, I love that one. one Yeah, yeah, that's just you know, just so much nonsense that goes on in the world, and you know, with I don't know other musicians, you know, everybody thinks they're better than one another, and so some of that's 
you know, most of this stuff is broadband where it can relate to different people, you know? Yeah. So, better than me, entitled, someday girl. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of stories and a lot of good ones on there. You know, it's my first record, so usually those are the best, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. And this is oh. the first time you've gone on tour with this, right? With any, yeah. on, on your own, a solo tour. Right. Yeah. I think that's really that's really amazing that you did that you did this and and congratulations because it's been very successful from everything I've seen so far. Hey, I, I want to mention to Richie that you know I got yeah. a book out called Five Hundred Forty Fives with Ramon sleeves in it, and I want to send right. you a copy. So email me the address to send you a copy of my book. I want to give you okay. my book, which would be, well, I, I think you really enjoy. It's the history of the Forty Five Record Sleeve. Lenny K wrote the foreword. You know, it's a really great book. Oh, okay. And um, just email me the address, and I'll send you a copy, man. How do you like that one? It'll be really That's cool. That's great. Make sure you sign it. I will. Yeah, make you sure kidding? you sign it. You're so <laughs> funny, Richie. Oh, my gosh. No, people always so, ask me was, that, Holly. They always do that. You what? People ask me that. Don't forget I to know, sign it, Spencer. I know. I've, I get lots of books from people, and um, most of the authors are people that I have on the show, and they, they'll sign the book, but a couple times they'll come directly from the right. publisher, and then they're not signed. But um, uh, why don't we play hmm. um, "Someday Girl"? Why don't you yeah. tell us a little yeah. bit about that song, real quick? Because I think it's such, that song is such a great song. It's got really great um, lyrics to it. What's the um, deal with that? Yeah, song? that's probably more like you know a love story of like uh, you're with someone, but there's this other girl who is always in the back of your mind and you feel like you should be with that one, you know. And that's why it's someday girl you'll need me, but you know uh, it's basically written about that. A, a separate love interest from the one you're in love with, if you understand what uh-huh. that means. You know? Yeah. So I just think it's a really like, like you know, no, if you know it's the same old count. thing. People always question themselves if they're if they're with the right soulmate, you know. Mm-hmm. People, I've heard this from many people. They, well, I wonder if he or she's the right person for me, and that seems to be like a, you know, a general thing that goes down with people, you know. And that's what that song's kind of about. Yeah, no, I I hear you on that one. Cool, that, that's cool. That's pretty Very true. Cool. There's so gonna, many we're people go, in the world, you know. Totally, so. totally, totally. Um, I think that that's the most important thing. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, play a promo really quick then we'll play that song and we'll be back and Richie you do have time to um, ex- we extended the show is that a, is that cool with you? Yeah that's fine I'm here Okay how about you Spencer how are you doing I love time? it yeah that's great that's okay. great it's a great right. show so we're going to go to a promo and then I'll play the song here we go Okay, Sunday, best-selling author Elizabeth Lesser. You wrote it, and now you have lived it. It takes someone almost dying for me to come into a whole and loving relationship. An aha in every moment. Love that. A feast for your soul. Join our inspirational wake-up club. I cannot tell you how that lifted me. Tweet with Super Soulers around the world. This Super Soul Sunday. Sunday, 11 a.m., 10 Central. Only here. Take care, you know I'm 
That's a great song. I really do. It, you know what? It has a lot of really different sounds to it, and I was really drawn to that song because it's so it's so different 
Each song mm-hmm. on the album is different, but that one there is very haunting. It has a very haunting sound to it. You were yeah. talking that you come from dark places when you write. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's cool. That's cool. Because, that you know, feeling. a lot that's of that emotion. feeling about it. Yeah. yeah. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of emotion in that song. And um, that is on the new CD. And let me look exactly which track number that is. I'm looking at it right now. Hold on. It's it's kind of dark in here right now. Um, let's see here. That's seven or eight. Yeah, it's number seven. You're right. You know it. Number seven. No. You know it's a great cut uh, into the fire. Yeah. Right? Which I love that. Yeah, that has too. a little more. You know, uh, there's a little metal tinge in there. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. Right. And forgotten years is really good too. I think that right. has a lot of really, a, re- a lot of really good stuff in it. I mean, and you, they're all oh, really this, good. This is, I, I want to bring up I something. I can't say this one's cut, better than the other, but if I but say I, my I, favorite, Forgotten Girl, yeah. Th- there's a there's a cut in here. I'm not Jesus. Or Smart Girl, Sunday Girl. What what? Right, that I wrote for the Ramones, yeah. Right, right, exactly. That's what I wanted to bring up. That you wrote for the Ramones and you did a, you did that yourself. That's a great song. That is a great song. Yeah, I did. Uh, did you, I re-recorded a bunch right? of them because I didn't want to give the kids like you know, twelve brand new songs. I wanted them to get something that they could relate to with my voice right. and stuff. That's why I covered some of the other ones. Uh-huh. You know, put my own spin on them. Yeah. That's really good. Uh, let me ask you a question. Let's talk about Europe. Well, you've been in Europe, right? You've played in Europe. Uh, mm-hmm. are, are there certain countries that attract you of playing in, uh, you know, that you've played in before? Like if you went on tour? With a, like, do you have favorite the, places that you play in Europe? Yeah, well, I like, you know, geez, Germany and Holland, those kind of places. Germany's and, fun. And the, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and the Latin the Latin countries like Spain and you know South America they really love Yeah, South America's really got a big Ramones uh huge huge fan club. It's like the rock America. and roll, you know, they don't yeah. they come out, you know. I Here got in my the state it's hard to get people to come out unless you have a hit on the radio, you know. It's it's different in different cultures in Europe and stuff. You know. There's a group so. called. There's a group that uh, that I'm friend. I get a lot of people on Facebook because I'm in that Ramones thing myself in some way, you know. And right. and I get a lot. South America is. You hit it right on the nail. That's that is one place that there's a lot of this stuff. And there's also a group, uh, Italy. There's a group called War right. Dogs. Uh, a group called War Dogs that I've been very close with, and they do the Ramones cover stuff. They travel and they're with Marky, I think, on a tour. That's right. an interesting group from Italy. You know, mm-hmm. but, there's uh, nothing yeah. like the real thing, Spencer. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> ah. <laughs> nothing Seriously. like the real. Yeah, no, I, you're I have, right. I have, yeah. I have oh, really yeah. good things to say about cover bands that I have to say that there's nothing like the real thing. Oh yeah, know? I mean, I could I could tell you yeah. like my partner Judith and I, we do not get into cover bands, um, and very rare, you know. what I mean. But there, uh, I mean, there's one band that's here playing, cool, and we had him on our show, Holly Led Zeppelin, that yeah. is, covers Led Zeppelin, but it's not the same thing. It's not like, you know, Richie. It's not like a real. It's not what you call a cover band. I mean, right. for some reason, their vibe is so amazing, and they right. draw so many people, and they have this whole thing. But I can't even describe it. You have to see them. You know. 
But uh, you have a oh the other thing I want to bring out um, that we didn't mention I think was important is that the record label for this album is DC Jam Records. DC Jam, yeah, yeah, that's very important. They're Sorry, Adam Adori, uh you know Darren Heeman, he's the president. He you know after you mix and then you shot for the label, but Darren heard it. He he signed me in 24 hours. He signed this record. Wow. So I that believe was it. Cool. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a matter of, you know, yeah. either you get the record or you don't get it. Not everybody right. gets it or likes it or, mm-hmm. you know, and other labels, they just want to know how they can make, you know, a million dollars. Right. Well, you're right. You know, right. It's, just, it's just the way it is, you, you know, yeah. and you basically still have to do, you know, most of the promotion, everything yourself. You know, the indies, they don't mm-hmm. have the coin to do much. Right. Exactly. And to try to get on the radio is next to impossible. I think there's still like payola out there, you know. So that's that's why you come to me out. and Holly. That's why you yeah. come. You know, we 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 just like to turn on people, right, Holly? And we like to turn we on new groups. We love to turn and, people on to new yeah, and, yeah. and wonderful things. Mm-hmm. And um, no, that's we're great. So excited to have you on. And you know, when Spencer had told me about your new CD coming out, I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to hear it. And <laughs> He, I got, and I, a copy was sent to me, and I was just like, "This is really, really, really interesting." And it was so funny because I put my headphones on yesterday, and I was so tired. But I sat there, and I put the headphones on, and then I really listened to every single song. And honestly, they're all so different. They really have a different message. I don't know why I like someday. Yeah, they have a different it's message, like but lyrics, yeah, and the tunes yeah. and stuff. It's fun. Was your sign the copy you got? Did you sign it? No, you didn't sign it. No, hey, you didn't get a signed one. I, I didn't get a signed, signed one. copy, baby. I got to tell Heather, where's our signed copies, man? Uh, I've sent Heather too many emails. That's right. <laughs> I don't even want to go there. I don't want to go there. But, Richie, we're so glad you're here today because um, we want to, I, I personally want to ask you a couple questions. Um, your family... Um, you know, and and with touring and stuff, what is that like for you? Do you um, like to, you like to spend time at home and then go out on the road and be back and forth? But you like L.A. L.A. is your home now. Yeah, I've I've gone. I've tried to live everywhere, and this is my like third time, and I'm just, now I'm back in L.A. I just like it. I don't like the cold anymore. Yeah, it's an easy, yeah. an easier life here. It's a little tough in New York. You know, Where New York City has exactly? changed so much. What part of L.A. are you in? I'm in what's Eagle Rock, which is like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eagle Rock is You know where that is, right? Yeah, yeah, of course I do. I love Eagle Rock. So I'm in, like, yeah. Hollywood, and, you know, six minutes, I can just go down the two, and I'm in Hollywood. But yeah. here you can have, like, you know, a house and stuff. And Well, so. I live... I was on the beach for 19 years out there, so I totally, I totally got, yeah, surfed every morning, and lived that whole life, and now I'm in the middle of vineyards. So, but I'm coming to LA. (laughs) My nephew got married. We were out there about, I don't know, eight months ago. It was great. We went to all the wineries. Oh God, everywhere. That's great. I had a blast doing that. It was a lot of fun. Isn't it? It is a fun. Yeah. It's really fun up here. You know, this time, I'd say for anybody, to, if they're thinking about coming to Sonoma, would be harvest time, which is around right. September, October. And, you know, it's really cool up here. You should, God, it would be really great if you um, came up and did the Harvest Festival. They 
had last year, I think, um, uh, last year Hart played, um, uh, and then they, uh, there's a lot of people that live here in town, you know, like Jack Blades and people from um, different right. bands and stuff like that. And the Doobie Brothers are the house band for the BR Cone Winery. And so basically everybody just comes up here. We had Leonard Skinner and everybody, and they all come up here and they jam. And it's kind of like crazy wow. out on the vineyards for a couple for a couple nights with um, the Harvest Moon. Yeah. But oh, I'll just so that's when they, that, but I'll be coming back to L.A. You what? Uh-huh. So that's yeah. when they harvest in September, huh? It's amazing. Like, what's happening right now is they're worried because we don't have enough rain. We haven't had enough water. Right. Here, rain. Because right. you know yeah. how rain shortages are always. Oh, my gosh. And so it's like right now it's raining so much that the the, vine, the vineyards were starting to grow too fast because there's so much rain. But not enough rain for like the um you know the creeks and stuff like that. So, oh. it's really trippy up here. Um and I think Sonoma's the first um first um state or or county in California that has also imposed I went to the market the other day. I'm not going to complain about this, but they're charging for bags now. You have to bring your own bags or they are charging. They do that in LA, yeah. Are they doing it there? Were you freaked yeah, out when so that I happened? Ended up yeah, that's been that going on tricky? here too. Wow. I bought like Trader Joe's. I bought these. I ended up every yeah. time I forget my bag, I so I buy another yeah. one. I have like five, yeah, I have and I still to this day walk in and go, "Damn, I forgot this stupid bag." I know. And they charge you yeah, ten cents for this little yeah. paper paper bag, and if you want a double bag, you got to pay twenty. Yeah, it's crazy. But I have that day. Once you get anymore. used to it. No huh? drinking water either. No, guess what else? In San Francisco, they're not selling bottled water anymore. Why? Why? Uh, because they won't do it. They don't want the bottles. They just want people to buy healthy wow. drinks like Coca-Cola and um, juice. Oh, and that's, stuff like that. that's ridiculous. And we also have to have cameras in our cars um, within the next five years. We are, It's going to be a mandated law. We're going to have to have wow. a camera in the car. Yep. That's unbelievable. That's Big Brother that watching weird? you. That's Big Brother yeah. watching you, right? Yeah. Right, Richie? <laughs> now I know why you like to travel, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's starting to get a little crazy. You go to some of these other towns, it's, you know, so loose still, you know, they don't care what you mm-hmm. do, but getting a little strict out here. You know, yeah, you know. definitely. I wanted to say so, earlier that... That, I'm sorry, Spencer. I wanted to say real something real oh, quick. Oh no, I just want to. I just want to say, Richie. After we do this interview tonight, I'm going yeah. to email Joan Jet's manager and say some good things about you. Okay, I just want to tell you that. Oh, great. Yeah. You know, I definitely. Oh, will. you don't have to say anything good about him. He's awesome. <laughs> no, it's good to put the plug in. You know, right, Richie? Yeah. Good to put the plug. In. Right. Yeah. Let it Richie, come from all um, angles because he's exactly, from my manager, exactly. and then he'll hear from you. I mean, when it's a. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go. no Spencer. I'm no, sorry. no, Holly. Like no, no, all no, excited here. We're talking over each other. But um, <laughs> are you playing any open? Are you playing any nights in LA, like open mic nights? Or you, do you find you go out out sometimes and just get up and play? Because I know there's a lot of open mics in LA. No, I don't do much of that. I'm not like the jam kind of guy. I don't know why. No. I don't like just to go out and jam. I go out when I need to go out for, you know for business and stuff and see bands that I want to see and friends, but 
I, you know, Otherwise, you know, I'd like to be home. You know what I'm thinking? I, the way I pictured you, uh, and I wanted you on the show because Holly and I, I don't know if you know, in the past we've, we've, we've interviewed many people in the Ramones genre, like right. Danny, Danny Fields, you know, Chris Frank, uh, different people, Tommy Ramone. Mm-hmm. But I felt that you were going through right now a very big step in your life, and especially with the tour. Right, and I'm I'm right. thinking right, and the album is also awesome, and you got to have an awesome album to get that step, and 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 it's not bullshit. I mean, Holly and I really, from our heart, feel that this album, and I've heard tons of. I'm going to tell you, this is a great album all the way through, and that you're going through this big step, right, with the tour and everything, and I, I think you're mm-hmm. going in a, in a bigger step right now in your life, right? Am I right about that? Yeah, you know. It's hard to get off the ground, even with my history with Ramones, because now it's like, well, I'm an established artist, but I'm really not, because I'm on my own, you know? It's almost right. like I'm treated like a new artist, you know? But but you know what you got? You got that album now, and that says right. it all. You can say whatever you want in history, but i got to tell you, or whatever it is, but when you got that album, you know that. That's what makes It's like I tell people... Uh, who asked me about getting into a club or anything? Holly, you've heard this. You know, you, you got to have the album. You, you've got to have the album, and that says it all. You can say all you no, want, you but the music says it all. Down the T-shirt and the and the, <laughs> the cigarettes, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and also, you got a great live show. That's the other part of it. You've got a great yeah. live show. Uh, so that's yeah. Know, I went through a few different musicians, and now I I got it right now. You know. Yeah, you had Tommy oh. Bolin on the album. That's a great guitarist, yeah. Tommy Bolin. Yeah, he great. played on the record. Yeah. He's a good. So he, I want to ask. Yeah, I want to ask on. real quick. Um, when you um are go- what's your next? You're going to do a follow up. When? How soon are you thinking about doing this follow up to this one? For the tour? Oh, the record. Yeah. Another record? I don't know. Probably. I mean, I'm writing now, but it probably wouldn't be till the end of the year or you know, early next year. Mm. Okay. Well, that's yeah. kind of cool because now we. Yeah, you know, this one just came out in November. To. So. Huh? That'll be that'll be cool because well then we'll have something new to look forward to for the holidays and stuff, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that's always. We a, that's want, always. A, you know, go yeah, ahead. Spencer, go do you have anything more you want to talk to Richie about? And um, I, I think we're about here. clear. I think we're clear on uh, you know good uh, keeping up to date, and I think we're all there. Yeah. Um, I think I wanted to ask Richie um, when he travels, um, and you asked him what are some of his favorite places to go. I'm going to talk about something that I like now. I love food, Richie. I love um, exactly. Food. <laughs> you hit it on the. <laughs> oh my God! Can we talk? When food? I travel, and you know, we try to, you know, you hit Philadelphia, you go to the famous cheesesteak, cheese we're in New Orleans. Oh my God! Get, you know, <laughs> pizza steaks or cheesesteaks. You know, we yeah. try to eat the food, you know, in the land, which is fun. But you know, New Orleans, the jambalaya, and oh you know, where God. else? Well, I'd always ask, what's the what's the food? There's somewhere place uh, I don't know. It's Philly. Uh, somewhere on this tour where whatever sandwich you eat, there's French fries on the sandwich. I forget what, what? the hell that was. So, really? Yeah, instead of wow. on the plate, they make a 
burger with French fries on it or a sandwich with the French fries on the bread. Wow, that's total carbohydrate sandwich. But that's their thing. <laughs> I forget what town that's in. Darn, I forget wow, what that that's, is. Wow, that's that's trippy. I know when you yeah. go in the Midwest, the Southern food, or you go to the to the South, the food's really good. But New Orleans, definitely New Orleans, and um, you know that's the way my company got its name was because I named it um, after my favorite cake, which is red velvet. So you know this show's on the Red Velvet Media Network, and um, we do a show once a month with Spencer, and sometimes even. More so if uh, Spencer has something or I have something that right. we um, feel we really want to do. And we are totally excited having you here. And, you know, I know there are so many things that our listeners um, are probably, there's a, quite a few people listening, and I want to tell everyone again, if you missed the beginning of the show, you can listen to right. it. It's an entirety on iTunes and afterwards on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio Network, but it will be under the Indie Cafe under the Richie Ramon, well, it's under Richie Ramon, and um, about the new CD entitled. Um, we are going to, uh, um, I guess, uh, Spencer. Do you have anything more that you would like to go over or I, talk I about? Because I, I, I mean, there's so much, there's so much in my head. It's a lot of and stuff. And I know that we extended <laughs> it. I know, and I'm sorry we went over a little bit, but. Um, I really, we oh, were no, really no, no, no. This, this is an important person. In, in, in no, I'm just glad you guys like the record. And, you oh, know, yeah, it's are great. Are you really, you know. hey, you're kidding? <laughs> you know, your like, voice. Like Holly's saying. Your voice, is so, your voice is so fun because you know what I've been listening to lately? Um, it's so funny. Do you ever listen to the Jerky Boys? <laughs> no. <laughs> You've no. never heard of the Jerky Boys? Oh, my God. When, you hang, when, we, when we get done. Go to your computer and and right. Google Jerky Boys. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna laugh. You'll laugh. You'll really laugh. Why? It sound like me? Oh, you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. <laughs> A voice. It's the New York voice. You got it. Where? Did, that's what uh, I want to ask you. Where, where did you grow up? In um, where were you uh, raised and growing up in? Uh, this is actually in New Jersey. I. I Forsake, New Jersey, which is only about oh, eight miles God. from Manhattan. So you're a Jersey boy. He's a Jersey yeah. boy. And in fact, wow. I've had like three people in my life who would call New Jersey. You know, some people would say, oh, New York or England, your voice. But <laughs> people who study dialects, they could pick it out, and they knew I was from New Jersey. I'm telling so, you, now that you brought it up, it's so obvious. It's like crazy. You know? <laughs> it is. It is. I mean, you, um, I, 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 I got a Long Island thing. You see, Richie, I got Long right. Island, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was born in Brooklyn, but Long Island, you know, and I got that. It'll never come out of me, you know, certainly, right, right yeah. with the dialect, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know. Totally. Do you know Shannon McDonald at all, Richie? No. I've heard, She's but I don't know. She's a Jersey girl. She, um, she is. She's re- known as the world's best beetle artist, believe it or not. Um, she sure. airbrushes. And she does other people. I would love, oh, my gosh, you would ama- you'd be amazed at her work. And she hand paints guitars and um, uh-huh. it goes on tour quite a lot, like with different bands and stuff like that. She's got her own little corner in uh, um, at, the K- at, the, at the place in uh, Liverpool. Where the Beatles first played, and um, it's it's oh. pretty cool, you know. She's in, she's from Jersey. She's in Jersey, and I thought maybe you would know her because uh, 
it kind of seems like everybody's there. And May May Pang isn't she in Jersey too now, or is she? She's in Jersey. Isn't Pang, she, she's I don't know where she's. She's on another planet, Holly. I don't want to bring her name up on the program, I tell you, Drew. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I love May's parties, so there you go. What? <laughs> May May dumped so many people off of Facebook that were friends of mine. I want to get into this right here. She's That's like, okay. Not, well, she's not a good person. I, I don't want to mention. Yeah. I told you that. What happened to uh, Jimmy McElliot? I thought Jimmy was going to call Jim, in. No, Jimmy Richie, was working Jimmy? today. Jimmy's a great mm-hmm. Richie. Jimmy McElliot is a friend of ours, great musician, plays in New York, and he was going to be on right. today, but he was working today. But he's a great. I brought him on the Steve Conti show. He's a really great guy, great musician. Hope you guys meet sometime. Uh, but anyway, he was going to be on, but he's working today, Holly. You know. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, well, you yeah. know, we we are happy that Richie's here, and I want to ask Richie if he has anything he would like to say to all of our listeners before we um, end the show. And which show, sh- which which song should we end with? Entitled "Humankind," "Forgotten Years." Yeah. Which one? Entitled. We should end with, with the. Uh, Title Let's send track. the title. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah. So listen, everyone. You're great. You love sure. everything. Oh yeah, <laughs> I do. I love food. I love music. I love. Um, but wait a I, minute. I really wait do. a minute. She loves everything, but I got to tell you, Richie, it's got to be good. <laughs> See, she likes your album. It's got to be good. <laughs> like me. Like me. You know. No, it's it's uh, fun, and you know good. we are really honored that you gave us your yep. time today to be here with You're us really, because I know that. Yep what it's like to be off off your tour and having time with your family and having some downtime and stuff. Um, again, it's RichieRamone.com, and go check out uh, Richie's new record and title. And uh, the Something in My Drink Tour 2014, 11,000 Miles of Punk. And, again, um, the Facebook page is on there. There's Twitter. There's, right. He's got all his links on the bottom. And you can check that out. And... Uh, do we have, um, Richie, do I have, I don't have your email. Um, Spence, can you send me Richie's email so I can um, send him a quick yeah, email? Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Okay. Definitely. All right, cool. All right, Richie. Right after the show, I will, I'll email I you wanna, right away. I want to hang, I want to hang out with you when I come to L.A. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. So. Let me know. We're going to end and, with um, the song entitled today, and uh, what would you like to tell our listeners today? No, I just, you know, just. Come on out to the shows. Thank everybody. You know, they were really appreciative on this last tour. Whoever came really had a good time, and you know, very good tour. There's more to come. You know, people really liked it. I came out after every show and signed stuff for them, and it was a blast. So we just want to get bigger and better. So we'll be you coming will. to Europe and everywhere. Yeah. So, awesome. just, you know. Thanks come to everybody. New York City, Richie. I'll be, uh, let's get in touch. Get in touch with me if you come to New York City. Okay. Right? Yeah, and, sure. Uh, okay. We love you guys. We're we gonna... love you guys. Holly and I love you. Yeah, and we're going to end guys. with the song entitled, um, Unless You Want to Stay On. Oh, wait. Are we going to do pop culture news, Ben? Yeah, definitely. Oh. Do you want to stay on for pop culture news, Richie? No, I don't think so. No, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you'll hear... I'll tell you what, after we do our pop culture news, we'll be putting, um, we'll be ending the show with your song. How's that? Okay, yeah, fabulous. Definitely. Definitely. we got to right. plugging. So I could find this interview online and stuff, right? Later. This show will be available on iTunes and also on Red Velvet Media Blog. Oh, great. And you know what? That's why if you email me, I will send you a direct link to this um, 
show. So it's it's Holly. Uh, no, well, actually, just email me at rvelvetmedia at okay. gmail.com. All right. And then I'll Spencer, look for you. you have email. that email, right? And Spencer, will you send me his email, um, like yes, during I the will. show? Yes, I will. Right, right after. And right then after I can we send get it off. to him as soon as the show's yep. over. As soon, as soon as the show's over, I'll email you the link. Okay, him. cool. Okay. Thank you so much for being here right. today. Because hey, thanks a lot, Rich. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks a lot. We'll see you. Okay, right, we'll talk soon. Take right, care. Bye. Take care. That was awesome. He's that was so great, nice. man. Wasn't that great? He's a really nice guy. Yeah. Very he nice is guy. Very yeah. sweet. Um, and yeah. um, I didn't. That's what I was going to say. Um, God, my <clears throat> microphone keeps going in and out. Does it sound weird <laughs> on your end? No, you're fine. You're fine. Okay. Good. Well, good. I want to I want to say to everybody that's listening today, if anybody's listening, um, if they missed the beginning of the show, it'll be again available on iTunes afterwards and on um, Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio afterwards on demand. And um, if anybody wants to listen to any of the past shows that we've done, we're on iTunes. So you just type, go to the iTunes store and type in Red Velvet Media, and you'll see all the Indie Cafe and the Red Velvet Media um, shows that are there. And with that, let's go to a really quick break and come back, and we're going to play our favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> you know I love this song. Come on. Our bridge is too high. Who wants yesterday's good? Who wants yesterday's paper? Nobody in the world. After this time, I finally learned. After the pain and hurt. After all this, what have I achieved? I realized I'm Everybody, uh, first of all, this is pop culture news, but I want to give everyone um, 
We're friends with Jackie Chan on uh, Facebook. The real Jackie Chan. Right. Is not, really? He's really on there. He's I really love Jackie Chan. I just, saw, I just saw a Jackie it's, Chan movie yesterday. Really? Which one? Yeah. He, um, oh, I don't know. He's made so many. It's one of these really early Jackie Chan. I love him. I don't know what it is about him. He's great. I love watching his He did a one, you know, he did a Western about a Japanese warrior and an American cowboy. Yeah, that was, that was really good. Remember that? Let me ask, that was let really me ask what that one was called. What? Oh. Yeah. Um, well, I have to you, ask them. I don't remember. I remember that one. Remember that? Um, Wasn't that incredible? Yeah. I... I think that's so awesome! Oh my God, I remember that one. Um, I have to ask. Every, I have to ask them because we're there in I chat can't believe right you now. mentioned his talking. name. I'm a, I'm a real Jackie Chan freak. I swear oh, to God, you I'm would a Jackie. Love, you would love Jackie's. Um, he is oh so God. cool. He believe he it or not, he is <laughs> a huge him. humanitarian. Um, really? Oh, he I does, love that. Oh, believe that's it or great. not, he does. Great. He does all over. He's been doing. Oh my God, um, that's A lot great. of things for. The, um, for his own foundation that he's created, and he's doing, um, he's a singer, believe it or not, and an amazing really? singer, really? besides an actor, and there are quite a few of us that kind of get together and we chat, and it's the um, the Chan clan, the clanners, I guess it's mm. called the clanners. <laughs> yeah, wow, I love yeah, it. On a, Gee, I, I'm on telling Facebook. you, his... I saw an early movie of his, I forgot to tell him, never saw it before yesterday, and I watched uh-huh. the whole movie. I mean, I love watching him. It's just a whole trip, right? He's he got is something. A trip. He is a trip. He's, he's got humor. He's funny, it. right? He's funny. He's got this whole thing, and he's uh, cr- charismatic, right? He's, he has a charismatic aura about him. Yeah, he uh, is. He, he and really also, is. Yeah, and I'm so glad you mentioned he does good things on the earth. That's really important, you know, and it's wonderful. He totally does. Mm. And there's wow. a group of us that all kind of um, talk. He oh, really? talks to us, and we all kind really? of, like, share stories and stuff. Yeah, he's oh, a very great. nice, very oh. nice person. And um, I want to give a couple. I want to I want to tell M that's in the U.K. that I'm hoping she feels um, better and mm-hmm. also I want to um, say to everybody else that's listening from that whole group, I hope that you could uh, check out the show from the beginning. And um, I just want to also wish um, Janet a happy birthday. It's her birthday today. Happy I know. birthday, Janet. Happy yeah, birthday, Janet. and Terry, I'm hoping you're feeling better. And, um, yeah, I, it's just it's so cool. Um, listening to everything, and uh, I was just, I'm waiting for somebody to tell me what the movie was that was a Western. I can always I find out, and not so bad, because I don't even know. I don't remember. I, I don't forgot. Remember, it there's great... so many great movies. You're right. You know? Right. That's exactly right. But, but um, that one, that's I the one that always stands you, out with so me. Yeah. Let's talk about pop culture news. Um, yeah, I mean, we're going to start off with uh, Joseph Arthur. Joseph Arthur is going to be, you know, on our June 27th show, the Lou Reed Tribute Show, which we plan, Holly and I will be doing, and that will have a lot of great people calling in, like Sylvia Reed, uh, Lou Reed's ex-wife, and uh, Bill Bentley from Vanguard, who signed, uh, Vanguard Records who signed Joseph to his Lou album. And uh, Joseph Arthur is going to be doing that Lou album at City Winery on May 8th in New York. 
and uh, it should be an amazing show. This album is unbelievable, Holly. You'll be getting a copy mailed out to you through the label. I'm getting one. Wheelie, you hear it. It's unbelievable. He takes, oh. he covers uh, New York, and then we'll have New York album on that we did, Judith and I designed, and uh, with Sylvia on the show that we work with. So it's going to be an incredible show, and uh, the big Lou Reed pivotal album of his life, uh, New York uh-huh. album, and then. And Joseph took some songs from New York and Magic and Lost, which was another album we did after, and put it. And some of those songs are on this album, Lou album. It's basically a tribute to Lou Reed, and it should be. It's going to be an incredible show. I mean, we're going to have an incredible show for all your fans. Yeah, I can't there. wait. Could you imagine? Yeah, that's going to be a hot. Could you imagine having Lou Reed's Lou Reed's family and um, everybody sitting there and talking? I think that's just oh, so yeah. cool. Oh, yeah, because, you know, is, yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for you to meet her and knowing what kind of life Lou had and then towards yeah. the end how he became yeah. such a humanitarian and really got in touch with himself and cleaned himself right. up and really, really, really tried hard. And, um, you know, he was such a, an angel and a special gift to everybody. And um, it'll be this will be a definitely special, special show, the Lou Reed tribute and, show. And, is Sylvia had dinner with Judith and I at the Plaza in New York, uh-huh. and we had it was an incredible meeting, and we just What'd bonded eat? even we, with Sylvia. Sylvia, <laughs> we just bonded together. So what? Oh, what of course. Oh, 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 you wait a minute, Holly. You, I, oh I, I don't even want to begin. I want to even begin to stay. Judith turns me on to this place underneath the Plaza Hotel, which uh-huh. I have never been to, and the room is filled. I got to tell you, Holly, filled. With the most amazing desserts your head or mouth have ever experienced. Oh my God! Experienced. Yeah, it's like you walk into. It's I, I can't even describe it. It's like a whole like floor. Like me in Paris, right? Yeah, it's like a whole floor of desserts, literally, of all kinds of. Oh my desserts. God! Yeah, What's you the go name not, place? It's called the wait a minute the food court, and it's underneath the Plaza Hotel. You probably go on the internet and see it. You know what I mean? Uh, and oh, my God. It's got, I have to do a virtual uh, Holly, tour on nuts. that one. Holly, you know what they have? Uh, are you ready for this? What? A green, green tea cheesecake. Wow. Green it, tea It melts cheesecake? in your mouth. Yeah. And all I know, and you get like a raspberry che- They all. That's just one fraction, one percent of this place. It's like cheesecakes of different flavors. But they got a green tea cheesecake that would knock your socks, your head off. I'm telling you, your stomach, whatever. It's just so delicious. It's like, and I noticed a lot of people were eating that specific thing when I was in there. I was wondering why. And Judith ordered it for her daughter. It was Ariel's birthday two days later. So it was kind of like, you know, she bought a whole green tea cheesecake because Ariel wanted it for her birthday, you know. But that this place is unreal. You know, it's underneath the Plaza Hotel. I've never been there. Judith turns, and Sylvia went nuts. Sylvia couldn't get, get over this place. She said, wow. Uh, you know, if you take me there, it's going to yeah, be yeah, like... Yeah, you love um, this. This is your place. No, because you know I'm this really into your... patisseries and yeah. all that stuff. I just got I just got it on, on, on the chat here. You got from it? From the... Uh, the group on um, the the clanners, I guess it's called the Chan oh, Clanners okay. now. I yeah, guess yeah. we're calling everybody. The Good. name of the movie, the name of the movie, is called Shanghai Nights. Did you see that? That's was it. that the one? That's it. Yep. Wasn't Shanghai it funny? Nights. 
great movie. I love it. Oh, my God. It's such a, one of my favorite movies. Actually. And Ahura really just gave incredible. me that. I want to give everyone a shout-out to him. Thank you so much, and he's listening, too. And you, thank and you. you know thank what? you. For everyone that missed the beginning of the show, you can listen to it again on iTunes and also on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio under the Indie Cafe. Today we had Richie and Ramon. But, um, yeah, so it was Shanghai Nights. Um, have you seen any of his other movies? Yeah, I saw. Uh, I've seen a number of them. I really have. I just, the other night I saw a movie I never saw before. I forgot the title. It's a very early movie of his. It's a chase uh-huh. movie, as usual. He's running all over the place, you know, just <laughs> flipping up and down. You know, it's like he's got this whole thing. But it's a great movie. It was like I wanted to watch it because it's, it's Jackie Chan. I mean, come on. Yeah, you know, it's like, he's an amazing. Like I said, what's really special about him is that he is a huge humanitarian. Um, and, yeah, and yeah. People don't realize he's not just doing movies. He can sing. He can act. He also is uh, an yeah. expert martial artist. And um, he's very endearing to the people that he trusts, um, you know, his his friends. And um, it's really interesting how he lets people in and really lets to see things that are really going on in his life. So. Um, yeah, I, and I love that. Yeah. I love that whole bit, the being of him on top of what he is. That always makes it the uh, icing on the cake. Am I right, Holly? You like to know that a yeah. person. So many people, we know people who aren't like this, unfortunately, but to evolve yourself in this world, you should be like that, of course. You know, you know what's amazing is I'm not into chase movies usually, unless it's like The French Connection or something, you know what I'm saying? But, but. But his movies are so, you know, they're kind of, I had to describe them. You would call them very commercial, but yet mm-hmm. you want to watch them. You, you want you know to watch them. You know what's really interesting? You know what's beautiful about them is that yeah. is they're authentic. Yeah. They're authentic. Right. His yeah. real self is in it. He does all his own work. And yeah, that's also right. The, that's, that's true. That's yeah, true. The, the, yeah. Um, the cinematography yeah of the movies is really important. So I think a lot of it's done on location. I know um, Mm -hmm. uh, there are some current projects I can't really talk about, but I know he's working on, and I know they're really supposed to be amazing and amazing locations. And when these new new things come out, I think people are just going to be so, so blown away, you know, with the stuff that he's doing. And um, if you go onto the net and you put in, Jackie Chan, and you put in the um, different um, nonprofits he's working with. He mm-hmm. just recently got back from Africa, where he was doing some work um, on with water issues, which was really interesting. Wow, that is really so, cool. Um, yeah, so that's like always. You know me; I'm a huge water advocate. So that's right. I want to. Really- I want to tell everyone. Yeah, there because they're all telling me. Hello, 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 and um, yeah, Emmy, I hope you're feeling better, and um, again, I want to wish everybody a really great day, and Shing, if you're there, um, that's cool too, and um, I just hope every, I hope everybody is having a really good day, but um, let's get into some pop culture news, besides um, yeah. the Lou Reed tribute that we're going to be doing, we're, we're um, I think do the, that is have, really going to be amazing. And and we you have some ri- Lou writers mm-hmm. like my friend Larry Jaffe did a is doing a review on Huffington for uh, uh, Joseph Arthur's album Lou. But besides that, he's written two interviews with Lou Reed, and he's going to have a call in. And I've got another uh, writer who's in my 45 book 
who writes for music, and he's going to call in. And this is early yet, Holly. And then I've got people, you don't know this, i got people that got in touch with me to put this, in, this program on Facebook all over the place, uh, on different mm-hmm. websites. Uh, so this show is going to be a very, I think it's going to be a huge show. I really do. It's just early yet. I mean, this is like oh, yeah, no, I mean, the June you know, show, so I'm expecting, right. Yeah, go ahead. Especially with Joseph CD that he yeah. and the music yeah. that he's doing, yeah. and I know that they're getting ready to do a huge, huge a, a big uh, tribute, right? They're going to do yeah, tribute. Yeah, um, there, there's a lot. I'll tell you the truth. Sylvia was talking to me about this. Sylvia, Reed. there's a lot of tributes going on, so they're mm-hmm. kind of like they're all over the place. To tell you the truth, they're they're like, but. Um, there was one at Lincoln Center, for instance. There was, uh, of course, you had one at the Apollo, uh, and then you had, you're going to have a couple more coming down the line. They're going to be uh-huh. all over the place. And, and then we have ours, our, our own show on this. But, you know, they're, they're really, they'll probably be popping up a little bit. Uh, but Sylvia keeps me informed. I'll keep you informed if there's anything we're going to talk about on any tributes, you know. Yeah, no. And, but but, and but the yeah, there, 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 this stuff comes up every once in a while. But um, I think um, our show is going to be very special. Um, I want to also let's see uh, mention that I was at Mocha Comic Festival April fifth and sixth. Oh yeah. This is like the indie. Like? Oh, that's incredible! It's like all the indie uh, comic mm-hmm. artists go to this, and it's every year. And uh, they have this uh, credible award thing, and then they have a show for the, over the weekend at the 69th Street Armory, Armory on 26th Street in Lexington every year. And it's a great show. It's just filled with all these artists and their work. It's beautiful. It's a great show. You know, it's just all these indie comic artists and their books and whatever they're doing. Uh, but it's really a great show. I went to that, and... Um, I met Robert Williams there, the great illustrator, the comic illustrator. very famous, Robert Williams. Actually, I think he was out in California, too. I'm not sure where, but he, he's very famous. Uh, he was there. They had a film about him shown at the uh-huh. festival. And um, then, um, and oh, you know, our friend Steve Conti, who will be on in October again, wants to remind us that his New York City album, which Holly and I have listened to, it's a great album, uh-huh. is on iTunes and also on CD. Yeah, I know. saw that he emailed me and told me yeah. he wants to come back onto the show. Yeah, October. And, uh, for a lot of people to October. Who yep. Steve Conti is. Yeah, let's tell everybody who Steve Conti is. He's an amazing Steve Conti has been with the best. He's played with the New York Dolls. He has his own group. Um, he's well-respected, one of the high echelon musicians mm-hmm. in the world, and we've had him on before, right? And now we'll have, yeah. he wants to come back on. <laughs> Anybody want to come back on? So I said, yeah. So I've, I've slotted him for us on, in October. We're going to have um, Jesse Malin. We just got booked, by the way. Jesse Malin from the Ballerie Electric, who I mentioned, uh, is being booked in August, August 23rd. We've got Richie Scarlett, September 26th. We've got a Willie Nile coming up in May 23rd next month. Mm-hmm. Willie has a great American Ride album, which we'll be getting. It's an outstanding album. It's getting huge reviews. Uh, he's been touring all over the world, by the way, and he's just got a dynamic album out, and he's got a dynamic tour. So he's going to be, and he's a real rock and roll guy and a good friend of mine for years, and, and he's going to be on in May. So we really have good shows lined up, and... Um, 
there's, let's see what else I was going to say. Oh, you know what he went to? This is really cool. Bob Gruen had a big photo show at Pop Gallery, um, and I went to the opening. Mick Rock showed up, right? And mm-hmm. it, was unbelie- it was an unbelievable opening. It was just, I don't know, Richard Barone was there. There's a whole bunch of musicians there. It was like, it was just a great, uh, it was a great show. And Bob had one of the great gallery shows at Pop Gallery, Holly. It was like a lot of his work. I've, I've been to so many of his things, but this was a big, big show. You know what I mean? It was like unbelievable. And um, that's still at Pop Gallery. If anybody's interested, they get in touch with Pop Gallery in New York, P.O.P. Yeah, Gallery yeah. in Soho, and they're selling his work there, and it's unbelievable. Just unbelievable. You know, it's work. really funny. You said that because you know when it hear something funny. I've seen yeah. a Bob Gruen special that they have right. on TV, and right, you right. know every time you watch it, you see something different. And um, I watched it again the other day, and it was really cool because, um, you know, you've got the guy from Green Day, and you've got all these people that are, like, now current musicians, and then you've got people that were, like, um, like David Bowie and, and people like that that are, like, you know, iconic musicians, and they're yeah. we're all talking yeah. about how great it was to work with Bob, and especially with John Lennon. I mean, we both know we're huge John Lennon um family members basically really um so for me to listen to that again it was really it was really really interesting and you know um i heard through the grapevine and i and i don't know if you know this or not they are doing a show very similar to that on mcrock oh i didn't know yet whoa just did one and um, Dean Dean had told me about it, and that's going to be heavy because, I mean, who has Mick Rock not shot pictures of? Yeah, it's like, you know, you know that I've known these and worked with these guys for years. They're two different photographers. Mm -hmm. They get, I always call Bob the grunge cut and Mick is the glitter cut, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? Yeah. But they're too dynamic, and you're right. yeah, and they're, um, and they're both Bowie. dynamic. You're right, you're right. They're both dynamic. They are so, mm-hmm. and they cover all the genres, literally a mm-hmm. lot of genres. Well, both of them. So by now in their life, they should have this. You know, this is what happens. You know, I mean, um, it's funny you mention that. Judith and I are going to be in a museum show. I haven't, I haven't got all the data in August with four of our album covers, Lou Reed oh, album awesome. covers. Lou Reed covers in it, D.D. King covers in it, Bon Jovi's first album's in it, and um, Danny Fields has his Ramones cover in it. But I'll give you more data when I hear about it. Well, it's what I want all- you to do, yeah. to all our listeners that are listening, and again, this is the Indie Cafe, a special edition um, show on Red Velvet Media. Um, and Spencer is a very, he's been around and worked with some of the greatest musicians, amazing um, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about who you are? Because for people that are just tuning in, because there are a lot of people tuning in that are new. Yeah, this. Well, my career. I want you starts, to tell them. You're my yeah, friend. I mean, oh, that's, <laughs> thanks, Holly. Thank you, honey. And you've been really nice to have us on the show. We we're very excited about the show. Uh, yeah. We we've start. I mean, I, my career started back in the 70s. I originally worked mm-hmm. for, and you know him too, the one and only Bernard Stallman on ESP Disc. So. I, and I was just repackaging first jazz albums and the Fugs also. And um, from there I went to Sire Records where my career really jumped. I, went, I was designing with Talking Heads, 
the famous Ramones, iconic albums, the early ones, um, The Pretenders, uh, Plastic Bertrand, uh, uh, Dead Boys, a lot of famous punk and rock groups. And then after that, I started my studio. I'm going through really quickly, but I met Judith Salovitz, who became my partner, and we started with a, a very famous Marshall Crenshaw first album that was voted into a show by Annie Leibovitz and Roger Black, very famous people in this world. And um, from there, it just went, I don't know, it went like a chain reaction. We were designing for Bon Jovi, Billy Squire. I was on MTV. I was actually the first album cover designer interviewed on MTV at that time. And wow. I just, yeah, I didn't and even I just, know that. Yeah, yeah, um, and I was, and I was on <laughs> I know again. everything, right? Yeah, you, well, you'll be filled in as I go along with more stuff. But it's 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 like lots of stories. People uh-huh. tell us we should write a book, but you know, I really was very benefit. I started with jo- I actually started with John Lennon. I I worked on the print ads for Imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, years later, Judith and I were designing two albums for Paul and Linda McCartney's MPL label, um, and uh, you know, we just. I don't know. We, uh, in all, we've designed 16 inductees in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is pretty amazing. And mm-hmm. and just um, as we go along, a lot of musicians come to us now periodically because of our background and want to design us to design their packaging. But yeah. we've had a really blossoming career. And in books, we've done 21 pop culture books. Our latest is 545s, which we know about. But it's like. I have a very big background in the music genre, and Judith and I together, we've designed for the most famous in music. Uh, we're blessed with that, as you say, the word blessed with that, which is really true. And um, when I think about it, I can't believe it. I watch VH1, and every so often I'll see somebody design with something. Isn't that funny? It's like it's like for Weird. me, like I'll listen to music and I go, I know them. <laughs> I know them. Oh, yeah, I trust them. Oh, yeah, I know them. And you feel stupid yeah. because you're like, you don't want to say that when you're out in public because then everybody right. thinks, oh, God, they're such a poser. They know everyone. And the thing is. No, it's not that. It's real. Is, this Holly, is it's real, right? It's I know real. it's real. That's what trips me out. That's what really trips I know. me out. And the thing is, people need to realize that. These people that are singing and music artists and even like Jackie Chan and people like that, they're all real people. They all do the same thing we have to do. They have to sleep. They have to take a shower. They have to eat. They have to go to the market. They drive their cars. They have themselves driven or whatever. You know, they're just like us. And what it is is people just feel like they're so untouchable. Well, you know, there is a certain there is a certain point where you just kind of like have to keep a little bit of distance because people right. become obsessed. You know, like um, you know, stalker. Stuff. I get I get obsessed. Uh, on Facebook. Oh, yeah. I get people. You know, right? You get that. I mean, you'll get people coming. Oh my on god! Are, I have fanatics. a private page. I have a private <laughs> page. I have just um, certain people on my own personal page, but yeah. Red Velvet yeah. Media is is, is on um, Facebook and. Uh, I also have um, uh, on those pages. I also talk about the indie cafe and I post everything that's going on. But I, you know, for ev- everyone that's listening that wants to look for me on Facebook, you're not going to find me. You're only going to find me as if you're really smart. And you know how to use Facebook. You go mm-hmm. to one of my pages that I that I admin that I'm ad- administrator oh. of, and you'll see me on there. And you'll see administrated by, and then you click on there, and then you can uh, maybe send me a message. 
but um, <laughs> you know I've had stalkers. Oh my God! So I, I'm we gonna, don't even I'm gonna, gonna talk about stalkers, right? <laughs> I know, I know. Forget about that. I got a fanatic. I had, I had a Ramones fanatic who, you know, what she did? She put a what? whole bunch of pictures. She sent it. Well, you got to listen to this. She sent it to me and Monty. A whole bunch. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about a whole bunch of Ramones cartoons. Uh-huh. And I went. I almost I had to calm down because she did. I was all over my uh, timeline, you know, and, and Monty uh-huh. got it too. And you don't do that. You got to ask. No. And by the way, you don't want to get barrage. You know this. It's like sending four thousand photographs to somebody. So it's like you're shitting so on I, someone else's page, is what I call it. Yeah. So I told her very nicely. She was young. Uh-huh. I had to deal with. And she's a Ramones fanatic, and, and and she apologized profusely, and she took everything off like immediately. <laughs> I was like, but you know, I, I was nice about it. You got to be nice about it. You can't get, you know, you try to be nice about it, and then you know, live and learn. You know, but that's, you know, you get that whole thing, too. You get these fanatics mm-hmm. that think that you're in the same line as they are, but you're not really. I mean, you've got to, uh, it's like what you're saying. You've got to respect the privacy of the person, right? Respect the privacy. And, and you've got to ask. I really think people, right, you know, this. Thing, people should ask before they do things, especially post Yeah, you know, you know, this is the thing no. that I really have to say to people. It's like, you and I both know we've been around, we've been invited um, personally to people's homes, and we've had personal private time and with people that are celebrities or whatever you want to right. call them, right? Yeah. Right. 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 The thing is, we all we are also we all have our own point where we have to recognize that, right? So, like for you. Yeah. In the beginning, when you first started out in the music industry, it was a really big deal. Oh my God, I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm going to do this and do that. Well, you know, for me, it was like I was really I was starstruck when I was a kid and I came to L.A. and I came to L.A. and I met. I I walked in. I was it was like I was the I was the girl, a new girl in town, you know, um, modeling and doing everything. And I walked backstage at this for my first Mark and Brian Christmas special, right? And yeah. I go back there, and I think I told you I run. The first two people I run into are Donny Osmond and Rick Springfield and David Cassidy, <laughs> wow. right? And I'm like, Whoa. oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> no way! I said you guys were all over. <laughs> you guys were all over my walls when I was younger, you know, like I from Tiger Beat, you know, the magazines and stuff like that, right? So that was really funny. But then once you, the initial shock is that you meet somebody. And that somebody is there, and you see them in person, and you tell them that, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, wow, really?" You know, and and they're they're embarrassed. You know, you never know. It's like people, they're real people, and that's yeah. what people forget. It's like, that's it's true. like right now, I'm looking, I'm looking at everything that everyone's talking about um, in the in the chat room with um, Jackie's friends and. We're all saying, you know, everybody is real and down to earth, and um, it's true. It's true. It's so true. I mean, when you watch those movies, you're like, you're like fascinated with that stuff, huh? When you see all that martial arts and I get, and I get, stuff like that. I get like a kid. You know, you know, Holly. I get like a kid when I meet someone. Uh-huh. Believe it or not, I still get like, I mean. I could, great story. Judith and I are camping it up to CBS because we're working on some album cover. I forgot yeah. who it was at that time. I get out of the cab and get this. I don't know if I did it. 
crossing, just crossing each other, going one way and going another way. To the right is Mick Jagger. To the left is Eric Clapton. And so yeah. Judith goes out of the cab and pulls my arm. He says, it's Mick Jagger. He's going to the CBS building. He said, we've got to meet Mick Jagger. <laughs> and I'm going, Eric Clapton. I'm going, yeah, Mick Jagger, great. But then there's Eric Clapton going to the left. You know? And yeah. I was working at that time with the fabulous Thunderbirds. We, we just had finished Tough Enough album, which was huge. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, he loved, and he loved Jimmy Vaughn. One thing I read about an interview with Eric Clapton is, he loved Jimmy Vaughn. He said he was a favorite guitarist. I read that on TV Guide. Yeah. It was an interview. And so I went, I went like, like an idiot. I went to Eric Clapton. I said, I got it because there's some tie-in. And I had a great mm-hmm. talk with Eric Clapton on the street. And da-da-da. Of course, we missed Mick Jagger. But I said, you know, it's like those things that come up. But I, I'm like a little kid. You know, it's like Eric Clapton. And the, but, you know, I, you get one that when you're in the business for some reason – they, they talk to you on a level. It's a different level. And I'm sure they talk to fans on, on a same, in certain ways. On the same level. Mm-hmm. When they know you're in the music business and you're doing something, it makes you into a different... And I had this whole thing with him. Because we, it, it's sort of like Jimmy Vaughn really pulled us together. You know, as soon as I mentioned his name, he like lit up. You know? And, and uh, it was really nice. But it was a very funny thing because we had two, two people that would probably, and you know, I never met Mick Jagger again. I you met never him. think they'd be on the same street, right? Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Keith Richards I met a couple of times. I think his son had an opening. I met him there years mm-hmm. ago. But I never, and I don't know if I'll ever meet Mick Jagger again, but I hope Mick I do. Mick is really a nice guy. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. He seems to be. Guy. Yeah, he seems to be. And yeah. I'm sure if we met him, it would have been really cool. Mm-hmm. And he's going up to CBS, too, on top of where we're going. But I couldn't. Yeah, that's awesome. But it was like, it's a funny story. But I wanted to, I wanted to um, finish some stuff here, so I didn't want to. Yeah, um, go for it. So I just, there's, there's, there's an album, uh, Glorious Results, Joan Jett, an album that we designed a long time ago. They're putting out reissues on vinyl. Glorious Results just came out. I'll make sure you get a copy. Um, and uh, Bowery Electric has two things that are very important. C.J. Ramon, who may be on our show, by the way, he's the last of the, another Ramon who replaced D.D. King, has a show May 10th at Bowery Electric. May 19th is a very big benefit for Joey Ramon at Bowery Electric. They do this once a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see, next month we have Willie Nile on our show with American Ride album, which is huge. And mm-hmm. um, one of the big things happening in New York, which is very interesting, which you might get into, the Rizzoli Bookstore, the famous Rizzoli Bookstore. Yeah, yeah. Is closing on 57th Street, but what? They're, they're going to re. But wait a minute, you got to hear this. They're reopening in the Flatiron section. And I'm saying to myself, well, you know, you know, Holly, the bookstores are closing a lot because of, you know, the changeover of things, you know. But then I'm saying to myself, Rizzoli is an art store. It's an art bookstore. That's what they deal in. And I called them up. Now, this is very interesting. They told me on the phone that the owners for the last years have gone up 5% on sales every year. So they want to continue it. So I said, hmm, this is interesting. These are art books, right? They're not going digital. They're still in print, right? And every, all these other books, which we know about, are going on, you know, Kindle and everything and are changing over to digital. And there's a thing about art books. There's a thing about people wanting to keep things in print. They do not accept the fact of art books going on to, 
you know, a TV screen or monitor or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I'm seeing that Rizzoli is in this whole ball game. That their sales have gone up every year. Think, consider that. That's unusual. Which means that they want to keep the store. They want to move it down the flight iron building. But when I heard first heard about it, they put it. You know, I saw it on Facebook. Nobody said they were moving. They all said the show. You know, the show. The store is ending. So I said, Oh my God, they're closing up. You know what I'm saying? What? But they're not. They are not. They are keeping no. their store opening. They're moving. And you know what? I found it interesting to learn that the sales, I called up the store, and, the, and a very nice person was talking. And, you know, our books have been in there. But, and I had my first book signing there, which was huge. I'll never forget really? that. But I got Yeah, yeah first, my first book signing for Rock Art, which is the first of our 21 books, was in 1992. I had a Rizzoli bookstore, another great story. It's called Rock Art on PBC International, all about profiling top album cover designers and special CD music designers, you know. And and the book, I thought, ah, I don't know. You know, a book signing is usually like a couple of people show up. You know, the place was a mob scene, Holly, absolute mob scene. And on top of it, the owner is only comes over to me and said, Mr. Drake, why didn't you give us the book? <laughs> Why did she give Rizzoli the book? You know, because he saw it's a mob scene. The book sold out right in the book at the book signing. I mean, it didn't sell out all everything, but you know, all those books that were there, they all went. Yeah, so, well, you know, that's it's really a great cool. Story. And, and you and I, you and I have seen a lot of changes. There have been a lot of changes in the book industry, especially yeah. in the printing industry. I mean, right. things are going digital, right? Think, right? Digital stuff is really cool, but. Damn it, I want to hold a book in my hand. I want to, yeah, like, feel yeah. a book in my hand. I want to be able to read it. And, yeah, it's cool to read a book on an iPad or whatever you're reading it on. But my whole thing is I really I really enjoy having the option of putting creases in my pages or pressing flowers in my book or... Um, you know, finding, mark, marking one of my favorite pages or a passage on a page or something yeah. like that. Like, your 545 book, that book there, I would never put a crease in, but, I mean, I put little, like, things in there on yeah. my favorite album covers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The books, that, that one book that you did. Yeah. And, you know, some of these other books that you and I have received over the years um, doing shows, they're just amazing books. I mean, the well, right. funny thing is, some of these books are like eighty and ninety dollar books, you know. But some of them are very reasonably priced. But yeah. the thing is, the reason why I created Red Velvet Media and then we branched off and started the Indie Cafe with you and Judith was because I felt like it was really important that we needed to get the different things out there. And I will be found very much so many times in the middle of the night, even if there's, like, breaking news. You know me. I'm on the air. Right. I'm getting people on the air talking about what's going on. And um, I just think that it's really important that we stay informed and that we know what's really going on. And that's why I think it's really important. Radio is important. But don't you agree with me about about books? Like, oh, yeah. You, 
Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I don't. I don't mind. I think the the question for me is art books, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah, that that books. thing, right, right. And art books yeah. are a big thing, and Rizzoli is key to art books. But you know, what really amazed me. I didn't know this when I called the store that the, their sales have gone up every year. Now that's really amazing. Usually, the other stores have not been in that. They're not really art book stores, you know. They're more like text, you know that. So it's kind of like, and they're all kind of folding. You know this. This is what's going on in New York. A lot of these stores are folding, or they're they're d- diminishing a lot of their book racks. So, but art books, it's so, and I think it's great. It's almost like vinyl records. The fact that vinyl still is listened to and is a big part vinyl of music rock. life. Vinyl rocks, man, and art books rock for books. You know, so. It's it's very interesting. This is something. These are two forms that you would call old, but still existing or resurfacing, mm-hmm. and becoming mm-hmm. still popular. It's very amazing. I think it's great. It shows that people really um, listen to as far as music go. They know what sound is. Even young people. That's what amazes me. What the young people really are geared. A lot of know about vinyl, and they're geared to it, which I thought would fall apart. You know, I thought since digital got in. They'd all go to now. There are, of course, there are people that go to. They use digital. It's a big thing. MP3, you know that, and all this other stuff. But the sound, it can't, it can't be vinyl, really, in depth. And a lot of musicians, uh, Joseph Arthur, you know, he always releases a lot of vinyl. He does a lot of vinyl in releases, and you know, he's just one of many musicians. You know, they're all some. Some of the most famous musicians out there are, are vinylites. I mean, the Stones, we have the, remember the Stones albums were put out in um, vinyl reissues. Joan Jett now is reissuing in vinyl certain albums, you know. But it goes down the line, you know, and, and that's really great, right? And, and in books, that's what's interesting to me is that art books maybe, that's why they don't talk about it. When I, get, when I get a book magazine, Holly, they don't even talk about art books. You know why? They're afraid to talk about it. They don't know what's going on with art books. <laughs> you know? And I think it's what the actions are uh, more than the words. You know, actions speak louder than words. Well, you're seeing Rizzoli, their owners in Italy, want to keep the store. That's great. You know, and they want to keep yeah, art, you know, art books. You know that that's very true. That's very true because I'm going to tell you, um, me personally, because you know I'm writing my children's book and I'm trying to finish yeah, it, yeah. and it's yeah. something that I'm I'm still working away on. So many people are telling me go digital, dig- go digital, go digital, because you know it won't cost you as much money. Da 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 da. Well, and then I'm like, no, because these are this is a book that's really special that I want people to hold in their hands like you know your mm-hmm. art books mm-hmm. and your books yeah, on yeah, film sure. and and things like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Yeah. are you okay yeah you no okay? no i'm okay Need water no no we're I'm having fine. an exciting fine. conversation here you can't be doing that on me now you're <laughs> oh, i'm here i'm here i just need to, and you I just need said to... you some more lavender Spencer. <laughs> I, I need a whole room hey. full of lavender i'm known as i'm i'm called the lavender you're the lavender angel. queen man you're the lavender queen <laughs> Yeah, okay. well, I grow, I do. I grow lavender, and I go and I pick it under the moon, and um, I infuse it with um, moonstone, rose quartz, and amethyst, and I do send it mm. for healing Whoa. to different people. And um, you, you have got to send me some, some, dear. You have to send me my some. My mom's gotten some. Um, you know, you gotta send me. You gotta uh, send me. You gotta send me. Didn't I send you to some? I need to send you some more. I need to send you. Yeah, this I didn't year. get any. I didn't get any. 
I didn't get it. I'll send you okay. some more. Okay. Well, you know, we're having, like I said, You sent me once. So you sent me once a long time ago. I still have it here. I still have it here, dear. You do? In the purple bag? Yeah. Yes, it's good. <laughs> it's still good. It's here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hear that? That's the, it still smells. Yeah, it still smells. It. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. My I don't even my put anything in it. Like it still lavender. smells. It's incredible. Yeah, I have this great. big box of lavender I keep putting in my car and out of my car because I'm taking oh. um, in my car, out my car, because I keep driving to, trying to drive to L.A., and um, lots of things keep happening to keep me from doing that. But I am on my way, honey. <laughs> I'm on my way. <laughs> Uh, hey, wait a minute! I got to mention one more thing. Yeah, there no, were two you can books, two books that I actually yeah. bought, and I didn't. This is something I actually bought on Amazon, and they're two forty-five books. Now, normally you wouldn't say it's a competition, with me, but it's not really. My book is more like overall till now from the old. But there's a book called Punk on Forty Five Revolutions in Vinyl, seventy-six to seventy-nine. The other book is mm-hmm. called Just Punk Forty Five, ones with. Plexus Publishing, the other ones with Soul and Jazz Publishing. Um, they're both 45 history books, but both cover the 76 to 80 area. But I found them incredible. Actually, some of my covers are in uh, Punk 45. Oh, that's awesome. But they're great books, but uh, I bought them. Because, you know, I didn't get them from the publisher. But they're uh, from England. Yeah, they're from England. They're from England. Yeah, they're from England. But they're kind of cool if anybody's into more 45s than my book, which is more... I cover the whole area, but they are specific in those areas, so they have a very good book uh, in that area of 76 to 80, by the way. But, um, that's awesome. I just want to that's, mention that. But, no, yeah, that's so, so cool. Yeah. Hey, so you know, kind of, I, w- yeah, I think that's so cool that you're, doing, you're still doing the books and stuff. And, you know, we have to um, take a quick break again real quick because I um, want to let everyone know that we're part, we are promoting the Oprah Winfrey Network and um, the OWN Network, and um, I want to play a promo for everyone. So, Spencer, don't go anywhere, okay? Okay, honey. Hold on. You're going to dig this one. Here we go. Good. Sunday, best-selling author Elizabeth Lesser. You wrote it, and now you have lived it. It takes someone almost dying for me to come into a whole and loving relationship. An aha in every moment. Love that. A feast for your soul. Join our inspirational wake-up club. I cannot tell you how that lifted me. Tweet with Super Soulers around the world. This Super Soul Sunday. Sunday, 11 a.m., 10 Central. Only here. So what has this process taught you? It's taught me that... um, I am enough, just who I am. Just showing up for my sister, who I am, is enough. And it really brought me very deeply into that, that teaching that my soul is enough. Not what I do, not who I am. When I showed up there with my sister, she didn't care my credentials or mm-hmm. where I'd been or who I know or what book I was writing. She wanted me. And that was very hard for me to really wrap my heart around. You mean I'm enough for you? You really want me? And I think we all struggle with that. Like we think we have to be somebody, do something, say something, when really our souls, our golden, radiant core is enough. And that's what people want. They don't want you to impress them with 
with your wisdom mm -hmm. and and they don't even want you to do anything for them just come be with me and be your true self be your genuine self we want each other mm. I want you I just want the real deep you mm -hmm. the real connection connection there you go Spencer we've been talking about that that is beautiful it that, that is heavy, beautiful huh? Oh, well, God. Let, me tell you, let me tell you a little bit about that. Um, that's yeah. um, one of the shows um, for Super Soul Sunday this coming Sunday, and that's with um, Elizabeth Lesser, and she just recently wrote a book, and she's also one of the co-founders of um, one of the Omega, the Omega Institute and um, different places that are going on. She's got all these really cool things going on, and I think we were just touching on that whole situation that, People really want somebody just for who they are, you know. And um, you said it too. It's a very. Right mm -hmm. It's it's so spot on. It's like it's like mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people they get they get so wrapped up in who somebody is. It's like you go out, people are gonna be like, oh my god, that's the guy that did this. They see me, they're like, oh my god, that's the guy that did that. You know, it's like okay, right. all right, enough. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like you're a real person, and that's the thing. What happened to me was um, when I was raising my daughter as a single parent, um, I, when I moved, I still stayed close enough to L.A. that I knew all my friends in L.A. that knew me and liked me for who I was, not because of what I could do for them or what I was doing. They would still come and visit me, even though I moved away from L.A. I moved to the beach. So it's like 35 minutes away from the beach, I mean, from L.A. So people would still drive down to see me on the weekends. And... Um, I knew those who my who were my real friends, you know what I mean? I knew that those were real <coughs> people, you know, bless you, that those were real people, you know? You know, right. you know, right. you know when you look at someone. I mean, it's like that gift of knowing, just looking at someone in their eyes, you can just tell, you know, it's all if it's real you or know, not. You know, talking about that, and you know this, and I know yeah. you know this, the person we had on today, Richie, we didn't even have to Richie. see him. Yeah, we didn't have to see him or be, with, yeah. you know, we knew who he was in his heart. You know, you could tell he had a real heart, you know, right? He what, what is you're talking so about. fun. He is yeah. so fun. Now, if you don't know who the jerky boys are, oh, my God, Spencer. I've got to check them out. When, I don't know who they when are. We, when we get off here, I'm actually, I am going to turn you on to who the jerky boys Oh, my God, you I'm are I'm telling you, laugh. when I get off the show, oh the most important thing is I'm giving you his email. That's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, Alex. definitely, definitely. And, oh, listen, send me the link to the show also. When you, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, for everyone right. listening, um, again, this has been a special edition of the Indie Cafe on the Red Velvet Media Network. And um, I want to let everyone know we're on usually – I'm on – me personally, I'm on every Wednesday and Friday, and Indie Cafe is on once a month. And uh, we have very diverse people, um, many different people that are on the shows. Um, we have – I have a lot of up-and-coming shows. And uh, if you check out Red Velvet Media on Facebook, you'll see the shows for the Indie Cafe, and you'll see the shows coming up on Red Velvet Media. We've had everyone from – People from the John Lennon days to what? Oh God, Johnny Depp. Um, you know, Zani Rudolph. Um, who else? 
God. Oh, God, we've had, listen, we've had Bob Groom, we had Mick Rock, yeah, we've had Tommy Ramone, Monty Melnick, yeah. we had Steve Conti, Andy Bowie. we had Chris, yeah. Chris France, Tina Weymouth mm-hmm. on her birthday, Tina's birthday, we've had great shows uh, uh, just go up and down the line, plus the authors, yeah, the books, and yeah, we bring everything. Bring don't, the whole I sound, world. don't I sound happier today? You are definitely happy, Holly, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you, it's really trippy, and I don't know. And you know Very what? It's good. not I like, like it's not like it's not like a thing. My do- um I just recently started taking um, vitamin D. I don't know if you know anything about vitamin D, but it's like what you get from the sun. Okay. And she gave me oh. five hundred thousand milligrams to start off with, and I take that, and that's once a week for six weeks, right? I just take okay. one pill, and then right. after that, and I swear to you, I have, I have so much more energy. But I don't feel like wired. I I, I feel very naturally. Um, ah, I just feel like really? I have more energy. I feel like um, wow. I don't know. It's amazing. The sun. I didn't realize that the sun could really do for you. Um, <laughs> being out in the sun, if you're out in the sun for just a very short amount of time, you know, wear sunscreen, but also really get your vitamin D because vitamin D is pretty amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Makes you feel good. Yeah. You feel. You feel healthy huh. and happy, you know. Oh, that's great. About it. Um, so my friend um, here is telling me that he's a telepath, a telepath, and helps um, answer people to questions about the paranormal, which I think would be a really cool show. Um, that is to a do cool show. With him, yeah, and we yeah, have Zoe Moon show. on. Zoe's good going to be show. coming on soon. All and, right, um, Zoe. <laughs> I love her. So, so Aurora, I want to book a show with you. Um, we Aww. should definitely. You do. You, he does a show already. He's saying yep. he does a show already. So I'm going to big up his show, and I'm going to let everybody know that we're going to be doing another reggae series pretty soon too from Jamaica. Oh, um, cool. And his show is called Ask the Unicorn. What a great name! Oh my God, you know I love unicorns. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I love unicorns. That's great. And um. You're so funny. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Unicorns. I want to have. Yeah. I want to have a unicorn in my apartment. That's what I want. I want a unicorn in my apartment. <laughs> uh, well, wait. What was it? I, what happened the other day? It was like, um, I got something unicorn, and I can't even remember what it was, but it was something unicorn. You know, yeah, a real unicorn. Oh my god. Could you imagine? Yeah, I know. I would love. I love it. Did you see that movie, it. Legend? See the movie Legend? Wait a minute, yeah, that's oh, that's an incredible movie with Tom that Cruise. Is, yeah, there's yeah. also wait a minute, there's another movie. Uh, 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 it's one? like a it's a dream oh, thing. David Bowie? No, 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 no. These are about two kids that go into they cross this uh, line in the land and they go into this whole other place. And, oh, and I know what you're talking about. You're talking about. You Narnia. told me about it. You're the one who told Narnia. me about it. What? Narnia. Yeah. Yeah, I've got that I've that that little cup word, that little armoire in my room. Let me tell you. I open yeah. it up once in a while and I cross over <laughs> into that next land and Oh my um, god. I go play. I go play with the unicorns and the dragons and uh, whatever. I know yeah, everyone I on here love thinks that. I'm love really that. high or something, yeah, but I'm cool. not. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so cool. We want to say this this was our pop culture news today. Um so if anybody missed the beginning of this show, I know diehard Ramones fans are going to have to listen to our bullshit at the end, right? But right. Um, <laughs> the 
the beginning of the program. It's fun. It, it is. Fun. I love this program. That's why I it love it. It is. So, Spencer, I want to wish us on, you dear. a wonderful Well, listen, weekend. i got to... Yeah, and I want to wish uh, no, for me, having us. Uh, well, first of all, I want to thank Holly Steffi for having us on every month. And the second thing, I want to say hello to Judith and Justin and Ariel. And, and Judith, Judith, Justin was, uh, Judith is she's working tonight in double shift. She does this on Friday, oh. but she'll be on the Lou Reed tribute show. She told me. Awesome. She's going to make a point, and um, Ariel just finished an indie movie. And I think she's going to be in another movie. And Justin's doing his film work, and he's wonderful. Everybody's wanna, doing a film right now. That's so awesome. There's so many I know, great things. I've got to say hello to Ruma, my friend, my dear soulmate friend in India. She's a great painter, Aww. by the way. And I love wow. her. And, and, uh, and I, and what wanna, part of I India love, is she in? I forgot what exactly. I don't. I don't know exactly the town, but I know she's. Mm-hmm. She has her artwork in a in a in a India museum. I know that. And I've been Indian in touch really with her. We talk about She's I'm one. Sorry, she's so spiritual. She's so. Yeah. This this woman is unreal, and we have a great. We're like soulmates or something. It's really amazing. We That's talk really cool. Every day, every day, every day, and every night, we always talk. Yeah, it's incredible. So I want to say hello to her and everybody else out there. I want to wish you the best and success and health and everything. Everybody. Yeah, and it's I hope been, you're feeling you know, better and. I want to oh, tell everyone, Fine. I hope everyone had a really good Easter. I hope everyone had a really great Passover. Whatever um, you celebrated, we are all one. All colors yeah. bleed into one. True. So um, that's what I say. And, you know, whatever you were celebrating, I hope it was a wonderful time. And we're coming up on um, spring. Well, we're in spring now. We're coming on summer solstice pretty soon. Yeah. And, um I wanted to say to everyone also, being that this is the weekend, please don't drink and drive. Um, if you're going to go out, have somebody drive you. And uh, uh, I want everyone to have a beautiful weekend and, you know, make it what you want it to be, you know. So. And I, and I want to point out something Holly's saying. Yeah. If you're, sni- if you're sniffing anything, not drugs, but lavender. <laughs> lavender. <laughs> If you're sniffing anything, lavender. I want you to be hooked on lavender. I want yeah. you to be addicted well, to lavender. Know, I'm the lavender lady. Everybody knows That's that. Right. I'm lavender the lady. That's, lavender That's right. You're angel. the lavender lady. Perfect. Yeah, lavender lady. Lavender lady. So That's what you are, So for everyone out there, I want, yeah, no, it, this has been really fun, Spencer. I want to thank everyone for being here today, and I want to thank all my listeners, and um, I want to thank my mom, and she's, she's in the chat room. And I oh, cool. also want to thank... Um, Ahura, Ahura, I'm hoping I'm saying your name properly. We have never properly spoken, but I'm hoping I'm saying your name properly. And I want to thank everyone in the um, in the chat room for um, Jackie. Um, thank you for listening and trying to be <laughs> part of the show. I sent everyone an MP3. How's that? The Clanners. Ooh. Okay, that's what everyone's called, the Clanners. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. So we're going to end the show with the the title of um, Richie's um, CD, which is called Entitled, and it's an awesome song. And uh, I hope everyone has a great weekend. And with that, Spencer, do you have anything more to say? No, I just want to say thank you so much, honey, and looking forward to the You're next. So welcome. And we'll be in touch, you know. 
Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, of course. We'll be in touch. You're going to call me after the show. What are you talking about? That's right. <laughs> Goodbye. I just emailed you, guys, you no, by the way. The, God, you I just, make it sound like we never talk. No, okay, no. Here. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 you're funny. I emailed you. Uh, <laughs> out there and I played the song that we opened up with instead of playing the song that I wanted to end with so here's entitled 
Sorry about that, guys. You got criminal again. Here we go, entitled by Richie Ramon. Uh, 